a great day to you wherever and whenever you may be listening. My name is Jason Dias, broadcasting and podcasting live from the studio of EloquentOnline.net in beautiful New Braunfels, Texas, Republic thereof. Now, more than ever, this is the Power of Performance podcast, the show that asks the question, if your brand were a band, would you leave the audience wanting more? And the name of the episode today, Jaron Hurst is the future of banking. We've done this show for 11 years. We've had so many great guests who have confided to me on and off the air that they sort of fell into banking. It was sort of accidental. They were in a completely different industry and then ended up in banking and really enjoyed it and wished that maybe they had started in banking from the beginning. I'm an example of that. I was working at the Kerrville State Hospital and responded to an ad in the newspaper back in the late 90s for a training specialist two position with Norwest Banks, who went on to be Wells Fargo. And to my great surprise, I was hired. And that's how I got into training at the bank. Then I was in business banking and private banking, which led to, you know, things you know, kind of related to banking, selling internet banking products, and then, of course, many years later, forming Eloquent Online and starting the most successful banking podcast in American history, becoming public enemy number one in the credit union marketplace, all because of an ad in the newspaper for a training specialist two position at Norwest Banks. Well, if I could do it all over again, absolutely, I would start in banking. You know, I had my military career, but then I would go right into banking. We've just had a history lesson for a year during COVID-19 about the literal essential nature of banking. And uh, as as we're getting into the PPP 2.0, I'm reminded of the show we did last year on Easter weekend when Scott Deeser was kind enough. He's working until 10 o'clock every night at the bank, and he was kind enough to join us on this show to talk about First Financial Bank and everything they were doing, getting ready for the first rollout of the PPP and that wonderful Texas banking brand out of Abilene, Texas, And, of course, Scott Deeser, his name is now permanently attached to the Excellence in Banking program out at Texas Tech. Now, Jaron's not a part of that. He was a little too far into his studies to be a part of that. But just another great example of a a young person. This is the future of banking. I mean, we, we, we have a great generational shift occurring in banking. And the best way to keep your audience wanting more is to keep hiring the best people. And when you hear this interview, you're going to know that First Financial Bank has scored another future banking superstar in young Mr. Hurst. And and that just got me thinking earlier this week, the Excellence in Banking program out of Texas Tech is without a doubt the best program for finding and recruiting and getting young people into the future of banking. And it does beg the question, Why didn't the ICBA think of it? Why didn't the ABA think of it? Why didn't the Texas Bankers Association think of it? I believe there needs to be a true reckoning on how much time and money we spend on some of these, you know, volunteer organizations that banks spend a lot of money to uh, for the the privilege of sitting through boring hour-long webinars. But that's a discussion for another time. Today, we're going to talk about the future of banking with Jaron Hurst, and we're going to do it all right after this. Jaren's mom, and you're listening to the Power of Performance podcast. 
That is right. This is not a test. It's the real thing. And if we're going up to Lubbock, Texas, you know what that means. That's right. Fight Raiders Fight is the going band from Raiderland. Hey, Jaron Hurst, how are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. It is so morning. For all the bankers in the audience who can do the math without the use of a calculator like I had, so you're 23 years old, born in 1997, tell us a little bit more about, about you. Where are you from? Where's your hometown? And where'd you go to high school? Right. So I'm, uh, I was born and raised here in Lubbock, Texas. Uh, both of my parents are Texas Tech alums. So I've led the Scarlet and wow. Black ever since I was out of the window, basically. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, so I went to a little uh, high school here in Lubbock called Trinity Christian. There were 37 in the graduating class, so quite a, a move up um, to, you know, having classrooms full of about five times the size of my graduating class. Um, but, yeah, I love the adjustment. Um, I'm a finance and energy commerce major, um, which uh, for those of you that don't know, it's just the like oil and gas side, more of the business, right. um, kind of like trading, um, different activities like that. But uh, yeah, I added that major on a couple of years, maybe two and a half years into school. So I'm in my fifth year now. Um, finished up my finance classes last semester. Um, I have one more semester ahead of me, and uh, I'll be finishing up the energy commerce this semester. Um, I'm also just uh, Involved at my church and a lot of, like, different things there. Um, serve as, like, the service projects leader, um, setting up where our college uh, students can go serve throughout the community and uh, just have lived in Lubbock my whole life, so I know a lot of people here and uh, have a lot of love for the town. I'm sure, yeah, absolutely. I was going to ask you why you chose Texas Tech, but you just explained it. It doesn't sound like you really had a whole lot of choices. And what a blessing it is to be born in Lubbock, Texas, and grow up in Lubbock, Texas. Folks, people call Texas, Texas, uh, Texas Tech the Harvard of the West. I actually call Harvard the Texas Tech of the East because I've never met anybody <laughs> smarter, uh, you know, up in Capers, and I have the great guests that we've had from Lubbock in Texas Tech. As I've mentioned on this show, we, we've been doing this show for 11 years, and again, I did the math on my hands and toes. Uh, you were about 12 years old when we started doing the Power Performance <laughs> Podcast, but in, in doing the show, we've had so many great guests that have said, I kind of fell into banking. I kind of got into banking by accident. I'm one of those people. You're making the conscious choice to pursue a career in banking. You still have one semester left in college. Tell us why you chose banking. Yeah, so, I've, you know, I had the finance uh, going on for me for a while. I never changed that around for a while. I thought uh, throwing accounting, I did pretty well on a class, hit income tax, switched that around very quickly, added on the energy commerce. So uh, I always liked the material of, of finance, and I feel like I've been gifted in that area. Uh, but it seemed, like, really broad to me, um, in all honesty, and just a lot of uh, – uh, general stuff, so I wanted to be a little more um, specified in, in, in something, um, uh, and I chose the oil and gas. Uh, and just as I went on, hearing a little bit more about the 
uh, different opportunities that there were. I mean, there's great companies, um, uh, obviously, in that field. And right now, it's a, a little bit of a rough patch, uh, clearly just with uh, COVID and uh, just Saudi Arabia pumping it out and um, all these different yeah. things um, going on. So it was amazing to be um, diversified in that way. Um, so I ended up choosing banking, uh, and it maybe is an unconventional route. Uh, I feel like a lot of people will look solely at um, the opportunity. How, how much money am I getting paid here? Um, you know, how, how much room? I mean, even for growth, which these are important questions. But uh, for me, I'm a, I took more of a route of a self-assessment of my personality, um, who I am, what my gifts are. And uh, I would say I'm an outgoing person, and I also like a smaller community. Like I said, I graduated with 37, so I'm used to that smaller crowd. I've always, uh, you know, uh, have valued that. And I'm from, uh, you know, I mean, Lubbock is by no means small, but, you know, in small groups. So um, the community banking actually fit my personality great um, with, you know, uh, potentially, obviously, you'll start uh, in an analyst position, but eventually a lender um, in a small community, and that just was right up my alley, um, and I felt like, uh, you know, it was the puzzle piece that I could, like, fit into best um, to succeed. Now, that is great stuff. Now, this is really cool. For uh, We talked off the air. I know for a fact that uh, Jaron is sitting outside and getting ready to go to work. So he's an industrious young gentleman, uh, so industrious, in fact, that you have a job waiting for you upon graduation. Tell us about that. Yeah, so this, after this semester, um, this summer, date to be determined, um, I'll be starting the commercial analyst program at First Financial Bank uh, here in, in Abilene at their headquarters, and I'll be part of their analyst program where it's a three-year rotational program where you'll get to experience the uh, credit analyst as well as, well as like the loan review side of things. So you're getting like an all-encompassing, uh, really great program at a, a wonderful bank here in Texas, and I'm, I'm very uh, blessed to be a part of that team. Yes, we had uh, the president of that bank on our show back on uh, Easter weekend, the Friday before Easter uh, last year in April 2020, Scott Deeser. I had a chance to go up and meet him in Abilene back in October of 2020, one of the few trips I've taken during the pandemic for my home here in New Brussels, Texas, Republic thereof. And it is a wonderful community bank, a big bank, as big as Texas itself in many ways. And I think it's just awesome that you've already got that gig lined up. It is so great to speak to a young person who's got their professional trajectory in mind. I wanted to ask you, we've just had a year-long-plus example of banking being what we refer to as an essential business. And so I wanted to ask you, you know, when we would have career day and stuff at school, we'd be a police officer, fire department, nurse, and all this kind of stuff. You almost never saw somebody walk in and say, hi, I work at a bank. It is a great career. And so if there are other young people or parents listening that have young people that are thinking about what they want to do when they get to college and afterwards, what would your advice be to young people who maybe have never thought about pursuing a career in banking? Yeah, so, um, well, I think, uh, as I kind of mentioned earlier, the first thing before, um, you know, going nose into any uh, industry is just to figure out, like, what, where do you fit in um, 
you know, in, in banking, there's, I mean, you could be in the middle, uh, middle of, uh, you know, Dallas um, at, at a big bank, a Chase or something like that, uh, or, you know, these different um, Bank of America. There, I mean, there's so many opportunities, um, but what best fits you? Are, are you, you know, like for me, I was born in a smaller town, um, so I kind of like the uh, community aspect, as I mentioned, and that, uh, you know, just figuring out, like, do I want to live in a big, big town? Because, you know, for me, I was wondering about oil and gas um, versus banking, and for me, I was like, well, I don't find a lot of um, purpose in, and uh, I mean, I love the, the industry, the material is great, but in just earning money, you know, for these oil and gas companies, I wanted to build uh, relationships as well as pour into, like, a community. And for myself, um, and maybe this goes more into why I chose banking, but my mom uh, raised me by herself. She's a small business owner here, and, and there was a, a time when, uh, you know, she needed a loan for her business to get her started. Right. And, uh, you know, that loan that we got, um, you know, inadvertently uh, helped, uh, you know, provide so many opportunities for me. And that's also part of my heart behind it. Like, you know, we're not off to... Uh, take every, you know, let Hollywood say what they want, but we're not here taking, trying to take money from people. We're trying to help people start right. a future um, and be able to right. provide for their kids. Um, and you have to make to, you know, you won't do that for free, obviously, but I think there can be a lot of purpose in banking, and um, especially if you're invested in, in a, uh, you know, specifically for community banking, it's a great opportunity to pour into your town, get to know the people, great connections, um, and for what I'm doing, I'm, I'm going into the credit analyst side. If you're not sure what you want to do, uh, credit analysts, if you're going the commercial route, you're getting exposure to a variety of different businesses. Um, and, you know, if you're not even sure about banking, you have so much exposure to these different businesses where you get to, uh, like, wow, that seems interesting to me, um, while also, like, getting a great head start. Um, and have, understanding risk and mitigating that um, is valuable to where whatever path you want to take. Well, I think that is just just spot on. And what you said is so true. There's there's been a lot of attempts uh, to demonize banks as being greedy and out of touch. And as I've said many times on this show, without community banks figuring out the PPP SBA program back on Easter weekend of 2020, I'm convinced this entire country might have shut down. And so I think what you're pursuing is a great career. It's obviously you have a heart for this. It's obvious that you want to go out there. And it's not just about numbers for you. It's about relationships. And I, and I think you're going to have a great, great career. You're starting with a great banking brand, First Financial, out of Abilene. And I, I know you're going to be super successful. Before we let you go, would you like to ask just some fun questions of our guests that we don't prepare them for? So I want to start with you as a young guy. Um, which, in your opinion, is better, PlayStation or Xbox? Mm, man, that's a great question. I think I'm going to go with the – I see, I started off Xbox for the longest time, um, and then I ended up switching to the PlayStation. Now my friends are back on Xbox. I'm about to just – Give it all up. Yeah. I don't know at this point. <laughs> Maybe go back to the uh, Nintendo Wii. Actually, not joking, I ended up playing the Wii this past week with some friends. So maybe we're just going to go throw back a little bit and stick with the Wii on this one. Another question we'd like to ask, especially especially the young people, um, in terms of your phone, iPhone or Android? iPhone. 
I, I can't stand the green cool. text. It's it's almost okay. like a, a shunning thing. If you get the green text, it, there's trust issues right away. Having never used an Android phone, I'll have to have somebody else explain to me the significance of the green text. But just what a fascinating young man. You can just tell a very well-spoken, congenial young man. And I thanked him so very, very kindly for joining us on the Power of Performance podcast. Thank you, Jason. I really appreciate it. Oh, oh what a great job. What a great job. Right? What a great interview. You know, just so refreshing to hear a young person who has their professional aspirations sort of laid out in front of them in a very thoughtful way. You know, I think we have all the art history majors that we need. And if you recall, during the pandemic, the art museums were shut down, the banks were not. I I hope the very, very best for Jaron. I hope we can check back with him maybe in a year. You heard him talking about who cares what Hollywood thinks, and he's right. There has been an attempt, especially in the credit union marketplace, to demonize banks. And you heard him say a bank gave a single mom a loan so she could start her own business, which is still in business this very day in Lubbock, Texas. Uh, Banks are people, and therefore banks are not bad because most people are not bad. Obviously, a lot of oil and gas in Texas, and so we'll be keeping an eye on what the new administration does with oil and gas, but I don't worry about that as much as I used to. Texas is not going to be governed badly by anybody in Washington, D.C., and I feel very good about that, and um, Texas is very unique, and Texas is different, and so I think there will always be a great career field in oil and gas here in Texas. And if you can figure out how to fly people across the country on solar power, please let me know. If you're opposed to oil and gas, uh, please let me know how you made it to Whole Foods today or Planet K or wherever it is you needed to be. Uh, It is guests like Jaron Hurst and just the thoughtful conversations we have with gentlemen like him. That is why webinars, PowerPoint, and white papers send me hate mail. Thank you so much for listening to the Power Performance Podcast, the show that asks the question, if your brand were a band, would you leave them wanting more? One great way to leave your audience wanting more is to hire the best people. That's what First Financial Bank does, and that's why they continue to be Texas Strong, which is not the same as Delaware Strong. My name is Jason Dias, and until next we speak, we'll talk to you all next week. Take it easy.